Are you ready? A shot of wrestling presents a shot of BCW. In a way, we go. Wait, you get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, yeah. So step up to the break. We got MJP and BC Dog. That's the reigning championship team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up-to-date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to and here's your host, Michael J. Putty. Thank you, Shane Fair. Yes, welcome to another episode of A Shot of BCW. I'm your host, at Michael J. Putty. Joined, as always, once again, only this time in studio. In studio. I'm excited. The governor himself, Mr. A. J. Penn. Welcome to the studio, buddy. How you been? I've been all right. You know, a lot been going on, but I'm happy I've made it in the studio. I love the uh, the... What's the word? Uh, accoutrements? Is that the correct word? I Accoutrement. Think? Accoutrement, yes. <laughs> Very excited to be in studio doing this with you uh, over the holidays. You know, I figure we get together, have a little fun. Uh, as long as, you know, Marcus is not around and Cheyenne's not around, we get to actually go over the past year, some events, and we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be more fun. You in person here. This is a this is a big deal. I make sure I cleaned my house, cleaned everything. Oh, your nook and cranny. No, it's a, it's a great spot here. You know, I've been here uh, outside of uh, you know the studio. We've I haven't been I haven't actually been in the studio per se. But no, yeah, we've been here. We've been to uh, other areas. Yeah, adult drinking events. So <laughs> we celebrated Green Man's birthday. We missed your Green Man. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, happy to be here. Excited. This is, yeah, first for me, being in the studio. First so. of many times, let's do this, okay? I'm, yes. just, I'm just doing this, there's a different energy when you do the show in person. I agree. That's, as, why, as I, that's why I'm like, you know what, let's try this. I think it's going to be actually, you know, doing it at, at home is, you know, over Zoom is fun. It's interesting. It gives me a reason to drink a little bit at home and yeah, have right. a shot with you, but it's good to do it in person and see your sexy self in person. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate <laughs> You're it. You're welcome, yes. Well, let's get right into it then. Yes. Well, why are we here? October 22nd, we had Nightmare at the Mecca, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, Great event. Fantastic event. Turns out the last one of the year. Yes. What a way to go out. Ended with a bang. Go out with a bang. Go out with a lot of questions. Go out with a lot of chaos. But that's what, I mean, that's what Halloween brings. That's what BCW brings. And a lot of cliffhangers going into 2024. Do you know why this was my favorite show of the year? Why is that? No Mark Schwann. You know what? You no, know, there was a different atmosphere backstage. There was a different atmosphere in commentary. <laughs> it was just, you didn't have to see him like making it about himself. You know that day the sky was a little brighter, it was a little bluer that day, uh, the birds for October were chirping, so that could have been why, yes, no Mark Schwann. I think it was like a Queen of the North show this year, and I'm um, talking to Shane Fair, and Mark was there, and I'm trying to find a new show to watch. Yes. And I heard about Jury Duty, so I'm a big fan of since I've watched sure. it since, I'm telling everybody to watch it. You didn't hear about American Horror Story? Not yet. Because I... <laughs> so Shane was talking to me about Jury Duty, and uh, the Mimi was there, okay? Yes. And she liked the show. She watches the show. The Mark Schwann had to jump into the conversation. Oh, I, this is my favorite part. I like this. Like, make it about him. Like, oh, come oh, on, bro. Of course, yeah. What, 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 what was he, juror number 14? Yeah. On that show? <laughs> Probably. But he would die for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything on the show, but he would not end. He would not do as well as the gentleman did on that show. Let's put it that way. Because he would make it all about him, not help. Anyway, different. We have a topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to do an episode of just. Well, this is the problem doing the show in person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I heard the last episode of Shot of Wrestling turned into Shot of Mark Schwann, but. Uh, oh, yeah, I told we'll him about that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Wood. Yeah, thanks, Kevin Wood. 
<laughs> the previous show, Charlotte Wrestling just dropped our latest episode right in this very feed. Thank you for listening. Let's get right into it. Uh, Anthony Gangone defended the Grand Dragon Championship against Vinny Pacifico. What a way to start that night. Great start to the night. Uh, fantastic match, both men. I mean, Gangone has proved that he is tier top, uh, excuse me, top tier talent, excuse me, in BCW and not just in BCW around the world. Uh, Vinny Pacifico, he is, you know, he's been doing his thing. He's going on a tour of Japan soon. That's right. Uh, That's huge. Yes, definitely. So good for him. Um, he has his sponsorships with many energy drinks. So few I think this last one. Yeah. One. So you know, very happy for him. Uh, he definitely he earned a slot against here against Gangone, and you know, Gangone came out on top. And you know what, Gangone has proved it has proven even without Prince Nana, just the guidance in his mind. The knowledge that he's gotten from Prince Nana, um, Gangone is one of the best, and <laughs> we're going to hear a lot about Prince Nana. I mean, excuse me, Anthony Gangone this episode. Yeah, so G Fuel sponsors Vinny Pacifico. Hello, I'm a big fan of ZOA, all natural energy. If you need a sponsor, please hit me up at Michael J. Putty ZOA, the energy drink that's all natural. Yes. Oh, that was perfect. Come uh, on. That, was, that was amazing. Now, that's that's the one, the uh, Mr. Mr. Johnson, Johnson, yes. Yes, so. I'm kind of a mark. I'll drink tequila, his tequila too. So maybe I'm a little biased. No, I, I don't. I don't blame you, Mr. Johnson. If you're listening, hey, we would love. Uh... <laughs> October 22nd, Anthony Gangone picks up the victory. This marks one year as Grand Dragon. What a an impressive way to start this title. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You know what? I don't think we really made mention of that during that. Uh, I got overlooked. Uh, congratulations, Anthony Gangone. He's had a dominant reign. Great matches this past year. A lot of turmoil. Uh, but the guidance of Prince Nana, who's been doing fantastic things on AEW with the Mogul Embassy, uh, definitely helped lead the way for Anthony back to BCW and back to the Grand Dragon Championship. So, or excuse me, as the inaugural Grand Dragon Champion. So, you know what? He's taken all that into account, and we saw this event that Gangone has evolved his character or yeah, his persona right? once again. This is a different Anthony Gangone that I have seen before. He's very intimidating. He is. He now he's incorporating creepy. That, may, may I use that word? You, that you can, yeah, because he's always, entrance. I mean, he's he's had an affinity for horror. He's always been a little, if you know him, when I first met him, I was creeped out by him. Yeah. More ner- I would say more nervous than creeped out, but he's always been a dangerous individual, and I think he's now fully consumed that that part of him, and now it's coming out, and whew, this is going to add a different layer to BCW. Again, 0-3 in BCW. Yes, Went 3-0 in that tor- Grand Dragon tournament. Has been undefeated since a couple close calls. But uh, what a year this man has had. Well, besides the, even the close calls, he's just proven now. After that, he's been a dominant champion. Oh, and yeah. he's, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the two matches with Vicky almost injuring her. And then hard-fought contest uh, the next time they, they, uh, they battled each other. And then just going through, you know, Mike Law... Uh, Vinny Pacifico, it's been a great year for him, and he's proven that that championship wasn't a fluke win. It wasn't just a spur of the moment. He actually deserves that championship, and he now deserves his spot in recombination wrestling. First match of the card, mid-card, main event. Yes. Where are you putting him? Must see. No, yeah, exactly. Right, he shines. Give me the card. I make, make it a point. Like, oh, that's his match. We've got to focus on that one. Yes. Anthony going off to a great start, uh, closing in 2023 at a great start uh, to 2024. Yes. Moving on to the six-man match. <laughs> Mike Law intern Jerry Daniel Alexander took on face Ben Rutten and Theo Ivory. And what was a cluster? That was indeed. That was... Oh, this. <laughs> um, 
Anthony Cole put together the team of Face, Ben Ruten, and Theo Ivory because he just wanted to see chaos. And he was about to put together a team for intern Jerry. And I asked him to let me put together the team, as you've seen. And I knew there was going to be a little bit of pushback from Mike Law. I didn't expect that much. Oh, yeah. Um, I wasn't even told that the match was, and I do want to correct, you know, there was scramble rules, lucha rules, however you want to call them. The, I don't know if you want to, we'll say it now. I, um, intern Jerry did pick up the pinfall victory. Mm-hmm. Watching it back, Shane Fair called it a disqualification. There was a little confusion, yeah. There was confusion. I can understand why, No, through no fault of Shane Fair's. I want to absolve him of that, but that was a... That, it was just chaos, that that contest. and But in turn, Jerry, surprisingly, scored his first pinfall in BCW. Insane. <laughs> I, I I was shocked. I'm proud of my intern, but wow. That it, was amazing. Is this when, like, Lloyd got his own office now? It, it, yeah. I mean, he's not there yet. Okay. But, you know, he, he's he's moved up the ranks a little bit. I'm definitely very proud of him. He still has a lot of work to do, but. Apologize to all six men, because on commentary, uh, Anthony Gangone joined us. Threw us for a loop. We were not prepared for that. We weren't expecting that. And like we just talked about, it. he's a little intimidating, a little creepy these days. Uh, we don't know uh, what to do. He but sh- uh, crap on down there too, as well. Pardon my French. <laughs> and again, it shows you, I think, how confident he's becoming because Anthony Gangon is normally a person of few words. He wanted to join commentary. He wanted to speak about things that are going on now in BCW, and I think he realizes that's what you need, you need to do here. You know, Darius Carter. He's very boisterous. He makes sure. You know, he's a little, you know, a little shy. <laughs> you know, he's kind of a shell, hopefully, in 2024. <laughs> but I think Gangone realizes, especially with Prince Nana doing his thing, that Gangone needs to stand out on his own. And he did just that on October 22nd. Did he come to you and say, Do you mind if I jump on commentary? He go, or he did, did he just do it? No, he just he just did it. I had that feeling. Like, yeah, oh, okay. he just did it. And hey, more power to him. I'm going to let him do it. And it's it's good to see people take the initiative. Yeah. And I like to see someone like him because I've been I've mentioned this before. I've been a fan of him for years. Uh, I've seen him, you know, first time me and Cheyenne were on commentary together. It was a show that Anthony Gangon was. I was just first learning about, which we're going to get into later on, the crusade for change. Mm -hmm. And I was just enamored by Gangon the moment I saw him and saw him in the ring competing and see him start to talk and do promos and interviews. And just like, wow, like this guy has something. He needs to tap into what that is. Like, I didn't feel he knew at that time. Fast forward six, seven years. He knows who the hell he is. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yes. Next up, we had Emily J, the stunner, going against the debuting Gabby Ortiz. What a match that was. Both young women, Gabby Ortiz, trying to make her name for herself in her debut. Yes. And uh, why don't you tell us what happened at the end there? You know, uh, well, get no. Uh, give credit to Gabby Ortiz and uh, her official BCW debut. She did compete for the BCW Women's Championship against Vicious Vicky on another oh, okay. show, uh, another event. Uh, but there's her first BCW debut. Um, Emily J, been impressed by her since her debut beginning of this year. Um, you know, there was no really PCA female. Uh, presence on the event, mm-hmm. and I'm always scouting for new talent. Who would not be impressed by Emily J? So I scouted. I decided to, you know, either uh, Gabby. Not, you know, no, no discredit to Gabby, and I've seen her for years too. She's always had something as well. But I think in this moment it was time 
for Emily, who was, as we've seen with many people in the past, uh, you just were getting going. She's 0-2. Mm-hmm. Another loss at her stage in her career so early on could have either very detracted her and knocked her down a couple pegs, or this win could be what she needed. And I wanted to help her, and I believe she... She just needed someone to believe in her at BCW. The crowd's behind her. Surprising, not not surprisingly, but it's her first. Um, really, I think we're her first time in the in the northeast, at least in the upper northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, the BCW faithful take to her immediately, and she just needed someone else to believe in her. I believe in her, so just wanted to help her get that little nudge. And Emily J, welcome to the PCA. So Gabby Ortiz lost that title opportunity. Gabby Ortiz lost this time. Will we see her again? Uh, I don't see why not. She's a talented competitor. Uh, you know, she definitely, um, you know, it talks to myself, uh, Anthony Cole, and the other board of directors. But no, 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 no disrespect, no shame to the losing to Emily J. She's a talented up-and-coming competitor. So, yeah, I definitely think she will come back at some point. Nivea Chantel <laughs> took on Harleen Lopez, part du. Your thoughts? Uh, hard fought contest. You know, uh, Nevea was on a winning streak. She has finally she broke her uh, losing streak. She proved that she is the immaculate uh, threat. But Harleen Lopez in her debut definitely made an impression on the faithful and on management. Uh, one of I think Harleen's toughest contests next to Darius Carter, and we decided we wanted to give her one more opportunity. And Harleen came out on top during that one, so definitely impressed us. Uh, the uh, and this is uh besides Gangone and Vicky and that, that happened just because you know unfortunate incident uh first time we've had back to back matches I, in BCW really so uh this feud is really kicking into high gear we're going to talk about it a little bit later on but very impressed by Harlane Nevea definitely still very hungry uh intimidating and I like the I really I really like the fire in Nevea now the way she attacked Harlane as soon as Harleen came out, she wanted to make sure she knew mm. that she uh, she she barely came by that victory in Summer on Smash. So she needed to do everything she could to get the win this time. She didn't. Who knows what we're going to see from the future from these two now. But congrats to Harleen. She may have cemented a spot here in BCW. She definitely proved herself. And the faithful are are appreciative of her, of her as well. You've been in this business a long time. Yes. Talked about the pitfalls of losing constantly. Yes. Devay overcame that. She did. Win streak. With her win, not win streak, but win after win after win. Built that momentum now. Yes. She lost. Does that, what that, does that, are we, does she risk losing, going back to that mentality of being 0-3? Or is it just a, a blip and she's going to come back even harder? I believe it's just a blip, but it does definitely make you a little more angry. And especially after you have that momentum now, and especially someone as uh, as a newcomer like Harleen. Nevaeh has to be in the mindset of like, oh, this this girl is going to come in here and try to take what I've worked for for the past year and a half and think she's going to make a name off of me? Not going to happen. So I think when we see Nevaeh again, there's going to be a lot more aggressiveness, a lot more fire, a lot more anger in her. NGW Tennessee Legend Open Weight Championship. Jay Bougie took on Facade. And at first ever for, for BCW, going outside the arena, into the bar. I started in the bar. Started in the bar. Went outside. Went, continued outside. Ended up coming back in. Never touched the ring, I believe. Never even came ringside. That's the rule. 
it was apparently insane night. Yes, we didn't know what was going on with commentary. We had Cheyenne with his roving man on the street microphone, us at the desk. But insane is the only thing that comes to mind. Insane, insane. What are your thoughts on that match? That from what you can remember, because. It was all over the place. It was all over the place. Again, at first for BCW and something, you know, again, it said the, the next generation Tennessee legend. I think I got it right finally. Uh, championship. So, yeah, speaking of Facade, we were talking with him before me and myself and Anthony Cole. And like, so you need to let us know what exactly does this match entail? Because this is another company's mm-hmm. promotions championship. And he's like, the match is never touches the ring. We're like, it's never going to be in the ring. He's like, no. Hmm. Okay. Uh, get with the referees, let them know what's going on, and we will try our best to follow it. Never done before in BCW. We had no idea what to expect. Uh, yeah, Cheyenne. Thankfully, he decided, he, you know, started downstairs at the bar with the, with the camera crew. He was able to call half of it. I'd never seen something like this in my life, never been a part of it. Mm-hmm. In the bar, to the outside of the Phil Dunphy. Uh, going all around, almost hitting cars and... Yeah. I was nervous. We don't have insurance for that. Uh, Nor's the place. No, no, no. They don't either. And battling back into the Dunphy. And by the time they got back in there, I, I grabbed you and we got to commentary because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if Cheyenne, how his commentary was working. I decided once we got get back to the table, we would try to do our own. Finally getting to watch it back. They did cut into us, but we couldn't see what was going on either. Our feed was cut off because of this, so... Um, watching it back, it was a, just an insane match, fantastic match, uh, fantastic athletes to both of them. We did see, you know, their first contest at Summer Run's match, which was phenomenal in the ring match for the Invictus Championship, uh, excuse me, Social Media Championship, and this match lived up to and I think exceeded that match. Facade came out on top, but we saw Anthony Gangone interject himself yeah, yeah. at the end, so... They came back into the building at one point, and then they spilled out the fire emergency door. One of the guys at the building came up to me and goes, you got to tell him to stay inside. I'm like, you tell him that. <laughs> I'm not telling him that. <laughs> I mean, I, I did hear some complaints later, but it's pro wrestling. Come on. I, and all the events they have at that building, they should know by now. But I, hey, again, history making. We're the first ones, I guess, to actually do that of every company that runs in that building. Mm-hmm. So, cheap plug. That's why you want to come to recombination wrestling events to see stuff like that that you're not going to see in other companies. <laughs> uh, but shout out to all them. You know, Pro Wrestling Magic, big fans of everybody, but you got to come to BCW events. Shout out to False Finish Productions, too, for being able to work those those cameras, the yes. remote cameras, get catch all that action. Huge shout out to wow, Finish. I, I, yeah. I didn't know how they were going to do it and they overcame it. We impressive. didn't know either. Talking to production about how we're going to do this and you know, we had that's something we had to like we're talking to facade I'm like we have to make sure the cameras can he's like, you know, cuz again, he's a champion, he can decide where the match starts. And then it's like oh, we didn't we yeah, yeah, we didn't know it was going to go into the street. We just like where do you want to start the match? And we'll start at ringside. No, let's do it in the bar. Mhm. All right, let's make sure production can do it and then start wherever you want, and uh, we're going to just let chaos run rampant. So, yeah, again, a huge shout-out to False Finish for being able to help us out and follow the action. Two great competitors. Uh, thank you to the Faithful for following. <laughs> Watching it back was amazing because I didn't know how that was going to take place. And when they got back into the building, there was nobody in the seats. Mm-hmm. They followed them throughout True. the brawl, so... That's how amazing this contest was and how just out of pocket it was. So 
And dear crotchety old men at the bar watching the game, we apologize for interrupting your TV time for 10 minutes. Yeah, Taylor Swift wasn't on a TV, so it's no, the, no the heckles idea. from these old men. Like, relax, we're, we're almost done. Yeah, please. Next up, the Ladies' Night Out Championship on Helica Risk. Yes. Versus Olivia Define, apologizing to her for mispronunciating her name, the last shot of BCW. But uh, depending against Olivia Devine. That was a fantastic contest. And again, it proves BCW is the place to be. Uh, and Helica Risk reached out to us, wanting to defend the championship. Uh, she was given permission by Ladies Night Out to wherever, you know, wherever, whatever company would allow her to compete for the championship. And she wanted us. She she, she saw BCW has been a fan of us. So we were like, let's do it. Let's figure out when we can make it happen. This match happened. Um the crowd, the faithful, took to it immediately. Uh, she did not win the crowd, or I would say per se. She was very uh, fiery, a fiery. She was a, she was a football firecracker, yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, but big fan of what she did. And Olivia Devine, she held her own, too. So uh, we'd definitely love to see these ladies back in BCW at some point competing for us. But that was a great match. I was really into in And getting to speak to uh, Angelica afterwards, uh, big supporter of hers. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. That's what you get the bar. Uh, you know, I, hey, I'm making deals. You know, <laughs> why not have another champion on their? So the bell rang. These two women in the ring. Yes, uh, Miss Risk, four foot what eleven? Maybe just five feet. Olivia Devine, six feet. Yes. So you see these women face to face. I'm like, this is this is not this is not going to be an entertaining match. This is going to be done. Uh, what's the next matchup? Right. Damn. Yes. Risk. Talk about the size of the fight and the dog or whatever that expression is. Yes. doesn't matter. She yeah. acted like she was six feet. Oh, yeah. That's very impressive. Saying. Very impressive debut here at BCW for her. Uh, both of them were very impressive. That that, that was, match was the surprising moment of the night for me. I mean, it shows why she's the ladies' night out champion. Jesus. Yes. Next up, Queen of the North versus Queen of the North. First time ever. First night of firsts. Yes. Christina Marie go, went against Danny Moe. This was match on paper I was looking forward to the most. Same thing. It did not disappoint. No, not at all. Uh, both competitors, like, they have proven themselves time and time again. Danny Moe, you know, she's, you know, she's, you know, she's hasn't had, she had the best of time and the worst of times at BCW, but I think the best is yet to come for her, but she's, she's, her, her and Christina Marie, wow. wow. I mean, Christina, it's just, it's tough because I think it's Christina's moment. She's finally feeling herself after the year she's been around. Like, I, I saw when she first started, you know, five, six years ago. Uh, I've been on many shows with her, and I always, I told her, and I, you know, and I, and I, and I told her people, there's just one thing I can't pinpoint it, but something missing from her. She's found it. The confidence. Yep. She believes in herself. She's owned her craft. She knows who she is now. And... Everybody else knows who she is now because she is on a tear, not on a roll. She's on a tear. Yeah. And as Queen of the North, I mean, she's. I mean, she said it uh, at Summer on Smash. She's looking for Vicky soon. Who knows when it's going to happen? But she has a shot at a championship. She has a shot at it. So, but Danny Mo never count her out. She is a phenomenal. She was just on Ring of Honor uh, this mm. past week against, uh, I believe it was Billy Starks. I, don't I could be wrong. Sorry. Yeah, I, I believe it was. Or forgive me. I should have. I was uh, too many shots of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she had an impressive match. I saw all over. You know, her feet. Uh, so many stuff on the main feet. But um, yeah, Danny Mo was definitely one to still keep your eye on, and she's going to be a huge force in BCW. We love her here, and that was just go out of your way to watch that match if you have not seen it. Uh, our YouTube, we're getting that on the way, and 
BreezyW.TV is up and running. The match should be on there. If not, it will be on very soon. By the way, one of the nicest women in the locker room, too. Danny? Oh, yeah. yeah Dan, Dan, Danny's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Christina, I mean. Her for side are always yeah. just nonstop, like, talk your ear off. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great to see people like that. And they've been around for a bit. So to yeah. see people like that in the industry who still love this industry and who still want to be a part of it and are excited to be at shows, uh, it's a great feeling to have people like that in the BCW locker room. Can I get real for a minute? Can we shoot for a second? Sure. Why not? Christina Marie yes. wasn't there. Bell time. Call time. She she was very, very, very late. She was, yes. She, she, didn't, had, come, she didn't show up to that arena until well halfway through the show. Yes. But they had to put that match on. I mean, that's... Sh- just, she just showed up, changed, boom, went out the curtain. I mean, that shows what a pro Christina Marie is. Amazing. And, uh, you know, Absolutely amazing. Studying Christina, I mean, studying Danny Moe and being the Queen of the North means that much to her. So she was not going to half-ass it for the faithful and for herself. I she, think, I think she came during like intermission or something. I think I saw her come in. I'm like, oh, I yeah, I believe oh, so. so I, I was going to wonder. I was waiting for the cue from you. Yeah. This match is going to get bumped down. <laughs> it did not. I would just for me personally, that was an amazing how she just be able to turn it on. Yeah, great job. Again and again, it goes back to my point that shows she knows who she is now. Yeah, true. She is that person now. So again, Christina Marie, she is a star. All hail the queen. All hail the queen. And we're almost at that time for the next queen of the north. We're coming up in. Ooh. Less than six months. It's coming upon us, so. Vicious Vicky took on all-natural Ashley. First time BCW Faithful laid their eyes on this Vicky character. Not the first time we've seen it, but the first time here in BCW. Sans Mark Schwann. Thank God. Um, your take on this? I think we talked about it in the preview to this leading up to it, but now we've seen it actually in person. Yeah, you know, I don't know what to make of it. Um, you know, we've seen stuff from Vicky. It's... I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to really speak to her backstage. Uh, Nobody did. No, yeah, I saw her. She just gave me a little look. I tried, you know, uh, getting anything from her and just nothing. So I went about my business. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, uh, it's 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 a new day for BCW. As you know, and Vicky, Vicky's been through a lot in BCW that I, you know, a lot of people forget. You know, rewatching some stuff earlier, and you know, yeah, she. Um, we forget too. Uh, she was actually the Empress of Anarchy. That's right. So she did that. Maybe that's seeping in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, maybe Vicky's feeling an afterthought. I don't. know. Maybe she's just tired of a lot of stuff going on in independent wrestling and a lot of stuff with the women. How they feel. She wants to really make a name for herself, and especially the two match with Gangone. Mm-hmm. That has to get to you and work with Mark Schwann. That really has. That's to what I'm saying. That, to you. It's no. Is it a coincidence that she's been with Mark Schwann for a couple months and now all of a sudden she's this demonic character? I'm like. I know how you feel, Vicky. I know how you feel. Because I, I feel like I want to pull my hair out sometimes, too. But this is a different level. And, and you know, talk, you talk to her and ask her. You said, you, I can't find time to talk to her. Yeah. I asked Mark Schwann about it on a shot of wrestling when we were covering it. And he just, like, zoned out. Yeah. Like, he went catatonic. I'm like, what's going on here? I need some answers. Oh, I think Mark was just studying his next script or whatever. China. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's the best role he could play, like a zombie or at least, a you know. Uh, corpses. I don't know. <laughs> he'd be a great corpse. He would be. He'd be. Yeah. Right. yeah he'd be great on Law and Order as a corpse that they yeah, find. Please. That's. Yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, Vicky. I do not know what to make of it. Nor did Ashley. No, and yeah, Ashley seemed very perturbed and. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, that, that 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 encounter was just very very out there. It fit in with the Nightmare at the Mecca theme, but yeah, it was. 
Uh, Ashley definitely did make a presence uh, her first time in BCW, and she's evolved her herself a bit. Uh, definitely interested to see what she does at BCW in the future if she returns. Um, but yeah, Vicky, your guess is as good as mine. I blame it on Mark Schwann, though. I think we all do. Yes. And in your main event, Darius Carter defended against Gemma Jules. Well, I know you were looking forward to that match. So it was. Yes. Uh, Gemma did impress. We started out the, we didn't talk, uh, started out the event with the state of BCW with Darius Carter. We'll get into that in a couple minutes, okay? Yes. Um, yeah, a lot of the Rock Room did not show, we'll talk about. But yeah, Gemma came out during that. And give her credit, she stood up to Darius. In typical Darius fashion, he got in her face. Uh, very little derogatory. Got into a little bit of chaos, a bit of a brawl. A little bit. But, um... Yeah, when the match happened, you know, uh, I, I've seen a bit of Gemma stuff. Uh, Anthony Cole, you know, he told me about Gemma and made the decision to make this the main event for this. And I was, you know, looking forward to seeing what she brings to the table. Uh, wow, I was impressed with Gemma during this. Uh, it takes it takes a really strong competitor to stand up to Darius Carter. I've said it many times. I consider Darius the litmus test of mm-hmm, BCW. Absolutely. And Gemma, Gemma definitely, she held her own for the most part against Darius. Uh, the championship looked surprisingly in trouble for a time or two. Darius came out on top again, as always. But big kudos to Gemma Jules. Uh, hopefully, you know, she was not too distraught by that loss. And we would love to see her back in BCW. But she definitely impressed. And she impressed the faithful. So big ups to Gemma Jules. Made a note on commentary that her finishing maneuver is a submission. Yes. He's known for submission moves. Yes. Last time Darius defended the title against a woman known for her submission, he lost. I don't... Please, tell me more about this if you can know more. But I don't see Darius go to submission moves too often. Like, he knocked her out. Was this him trying to make a point? Trying to overcome that skeleton in his closet? Because Darius often put people to sleep. I want to say in a sense, yes, because I know after that loss to Marina Shafir... He definitely was looking for, and he was looking forward to that rematch, and he was looking for a way to show her that I'm just as good, if not better than you, Mm -hmm. and I can beat you at your own game. That match, unfortunately, never happened. Who knows? It might happen in the future. We never know. The doors never close. Marina has an open invite whenever her schedule is crazy, and we're happy she's kicking ass in uh, AEW and in Ring of Honor, but... uh, I think, and this is the first time he's, he's faced a female competitor since. Yeah. Uh, Marina Shafir. So I, I, I definitely think there was a little bit of a point, a point to prove. I feel like he had that match. He could have put that match away a couple of times before he just locked that sleeper in. It was between that. I think Gemma again. She did show I th- a little bit more to handle than we all expected. So I think he wanted to put that exclamation point on that win. And even if Marina was watching, it was like basically a little, a little nudge to her, like, yeah, I got you when you cu- if you ever come back, if you ever have the guts to face me. Speaking of chaos, uh, <laughs> how that show ended, Face came around, then Gangone came back, then Jay Bougie. It, just please explain to people, if you possible, how that ending went down. So Darius is leaving, and I we're wrapping up the event, myself, you, and Cheyenne. And all of a sudden, as Darius is about to walk back to the current, Anthony Gangone comes out, and... No idea why this is happening. Gangone talks to Darius in the aisleway and then brings him back to the ring. 
he brings up the crusade days um and he be, begins talking about the problem that he's had with Jay Bougie. And, and people who don't like Jay Bougie has been calling out Anthony Gangone since last year's uh Grand Dragon Championship. He believes that should have been his championship. Outside forces happen, he's not been the champion. And he but it, Bougie's had a great year. Gangone has been that 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 that, that itch he hasn't been able to scratch. Gangone, again, we see the evolution. He's got sick and tired of it, and he has decided to be on the offense at a defense this time. Attacking Bougie, attacking face. So Gangone, without Nana around, without any of the embassy around, says he needed some possible or somebody to watch his backs. An an ally, let's say. Darius is allies? Well, and then that's where we saw Darius did not say yes or no, but we know Darius. He probably was not having it. No. And before Darius can answer, Gang, uh, excuse me, Bougie and Face came in to exact revenge after Gangon terrorized them all night. And as such happens in wrestling, Face got knocked into Darius. A mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but, at, you know, Face was very, uh, Face was not going to back down from Darius. All hell da- No, Darius is like, just looking like, kid, who are you? Yeah. Bougie trying to make peace. Surprising to all of us. Face shoves Bougie, his boy, (laughs) his his day one. I I had no idea. I was just, I I was perplexed. I had no idea what what was going to go down after that. And then Face nails Darius. All hell breaks loose. I want to get orders together. And Anthony Cole is cheering everything on. He's not acting like the owner of the company. He's acting like the rest of the faithful and cheering them on. I'm trying to get real him in. Something you mentioned numerous times, by the way. Yes, yes. And then he just goes right above my head. He doesn't even talk to me. And he makes a match that we're going to talk about very shortly. He sets something up. And they go back to brawling. And that's the end of the event as we try to get some order restored. If you watch wrestling, like most of you like like we have. Yes. You see situations similar to this. Yes. Where somebody's a problem with somebody else, a common enemy, brawls, then all of a sudden a tag team match. Yes. You don't often see the two members of opposing teams have mutual respect for each other. Like, Jay Bougie and Darius have no issue with each other. Yes. Like, they're, they respect each other. Like, yes. Darius sees what Jay Bougie has potential in him. Yes. So it's a weird dynamic now. It is. Like, this is basically just face versus Gangone with these two guys there to back him up. I'm curious to see what happens when D- Jay Bougie and Darius step in the ring during the tag team match. That'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting, yes. A match we'll see at Welcome to the New Year. Yes. Welcome to the New Year, January 20th, Inauguration Day, if it was 2024. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, may I have to celebrate another year as governor? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm going to have to start the event with a special governor's wall. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, uh, that match has been announced, as, as we heard. Yes. Well, what a main event. Yes. But, you know, Darius is... We're going to see D- Darius in face as well during that. So, you definitely know Darius is not letting what happened at... Uh, Nightmare oh, no. at the Mecca go by. He's not going to stand by because he respects Bougie, or at least he 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 looks at him as you know a young, very promising upstart. Face is totally separate from that. So we mentioned Devaya Chantel, Harley and Lopez. Now we're getting the rubber match. Yes, not only a rubber match, a Queen of the North qualifying match with all the marbles on the line. Yes, talk about rubber matches. What made you decide to go for match three, and what made you decide to put the Queen of the North qualifier on it? You know, as we're leading into Queen of North season, uh, 
This this has been the best we have seen. We've seen this. I think Harleen has lit that fire in Nevaeh Chantel. And Harleen just immediately made an uh, impact with the faithful. And then she got her first win the next match out. So I think there was no better way to settle this. And speaking with uh, Anthony Cole, he loves what he's been seeing as well. So no better uh, way to settle this feud or, the, you know, the series of matches are in a feud than the rubber match being a Queen of, Noc- Queen of the North qualifier because whoever does win that deserves to move on and make a name for themselves. Uh, Harleen, you know, definitely would be a huge, huge chance for her to make one of the biggest impressions. Look at look at the past from Faye Jackson, Vanity, Danny Moe, Christina Marie. Mm-hmm. To be amongst those names, that'd be huge for an upstart like Harleen Lopez. But also Nevaeh Chantel, who has worked so hard to get where she is in BCW. That would mean so much to her. Uh, she competed in last year's Queen of the North, I believe. Okay. I'm. I don't know. There's been so much. I, I might be wrong. Just might. There's been so much on my mind leading up to these events and another announcement we're gonna make. So, but she's been doing her thing. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason we made this. I'm looking forward to it. And I believe the faithful are because we have been getting some. Uh, yeah, some traction on this on social medias. So the third and final match announced was uh, Journey Burke will go against the Cotton Candy Princess. It's hard to say. <laughs> the Cotton Candy Princess Tiffany Avatar. Tiffany Avatar making her BCW debut. This should be interesting. You mean, your big hand in uh, Journey Burke's career. How'd you find? Uh... You know, Tiffany has been made. I- I- I've seen her work. She's definitely a- another, again, another young upstart. Very plucky young individual. Uh, the people really like her. She's been knocking on BCW's door. So why not give her an opportunity? And Journey Burke, you know, uh, she took an unplanned vacation. I didn't know she was not going to be around oh, for Nightmare of the Mecca. So, but it's okay. You know, she's back and. She did it. She came on strong uh, at the, you know, second half of 2023. So she's earned the opportunity. So this is her chance now to prove herself. And as I, you know, I told her, as I told her and I said in uh, interviews with her, you're going to see a lot coming from Journey Burke. And I believe she's going to start moving her way to the top of the card in BCW. So here's her opportunity. There's only the first three matches announced for Welcome to the New Year, January 20th. Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Tickets will be on sale, if not already soon. They are already on sale. There you go. Bree R-I-I underscore combination underscore wrestling on Instagram. BCW underscore wrestling underscore on, I'm calling it Twitter. The X. And Bree I-I combination wrestling on the Facebooks. Yes. So that's welcome to the new year. That is welcome to the new year. I'm you excited. Can't, you can't get to the new year without ending the old year with some uh, Shadow Wrestling Presents the Putties coming up our year-end awards are coming up my favorite show of the year but now you're telling me bcw is doing some year-end awards Please yeah i mean I, I, and i know you do that a shot of wrestling but we have to add something special to shot of bcw so uh as announced on monday we are gonna have the first the first the first annual bcw year-end awards it's annual first annual it's the first time right that first annual well it's gonna well hopefully it's gonna be so it's gonna be the first <laughs> annual uh, i mean i hope to have more <laughs> I hope this continues. I hope we do this again on the end of 2024. So uh, it'll be the first annual uh, BCW Rend Awards. We've been around seven years. We haven't done one of these. Suggested this to Anthony Cole. I said, you know, we need to, uh, for two reasons. Number one, the talent needs to know they're appreciated. And we also want to see what the faithful think of the year that has passed and what they think of various talents and various moments that happen. Um, And we have such awards, you know, as... 
male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, moment of the year, event of the year. So you're going to be able to vote on these on Instagram and on X, I believe. So uh, our social media person will be uh, letting that known. Okay. But, yeah, please comment, vote on all these platforms. We are actually truly interested. We want to know what you like, what you haven't liked uh, in the past year. You know, uh, with the pandemic, as I've mentioned many times, you know, it. Uh, I, I missed wrestling and it took BCW. Uh, other companies came back maybe a little quickly. Maybe it was uh, we wanted to really come back strongly. And we came back in 2022. Here we were getting our footing back about us, but it was almost starting at square one. And now I think BCW is on a great path. This past year, I am incredibly proud of all of the matches, all the talent that have been here. And 2024 is looking fantastic. I know it might sound biased coming from me as a part of, you know, the hierarchy, but there's a lot behind the scenes you don't know. We already have a lot of stuff planned. Uh, We have events set in stone. So it's going to be a really great year. And this is a great way to cap it off and to keep you guys involved as we lead into Welcome to the New Year, kicking off the year on AJ Pan Day, which was, you know, inaugurated. Yeah, nice. AJ Pan Day. Respect. Thank you. (laughs) When will the winners be announced? We are deciding that right now. It's either going to be right right after Christmas or kicking right off after the New Year's. We're deciding it will be announced on social media. Okay. But, yeah, we want to give everybody enough time. We know how the holidays are busy, spending time with your family and all that. But forget the family. We're your family. So <laughs> just make sure you look. You know, I know you're on social media, so vote. We're going to tabulate the vote. Hey, we have stuff to do, too. We're going to party. We have the BCW office party. Mm-hmm. You know, me. PCA office party. <laughs> exactly. Which you're invited to. Oh, so, wow. Yes. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well touched. <laughs> After this, myself and Putty are going to have a couple of drinks in the uh, area. More than a couple. Yeah, one of our. <laughs> uh, shout out to Maddie. Hopefully, she's bartending tonight. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm going. Oh, not to hang out with me? We could stay here and hang out. Well, oh, it's true. All right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's a great, great year. Um, before we sign off, you know, I mean, yes. it'd probably be the year end. We, I don't know. We, there might be one. Who knows? But if this is the year end uh, episode. Probably. What were one of your favorite moments of BCW? Like, what's something that stands out? Favorite talents? Favorite uh, moments? Like, or mm. how, summarize your year quickly as. At BCW it, in 2023. Uh, it was a wild ride. Yes. Queen of the North, what, two years ago? Uh, you came back, started the show. Yes. I got relegated to backstage interviewing. <laughs> you uh, get relegated. You wanted to try you out in it. And, uh... No, I didn't mean that in a derogatory Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I was like, because... Uh, Jimmy J usually does it. He wasn't there. Yes, this he didn't show up. We, yeah, and we wanted to find, you know, so let's, so let's try. Oh, no, so I don't know who I didn't come up with it because I knew it would be stupid to yeah. have six so, foot five Michael Putty interviewing. Six foot six. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Uh, so, yeah, six, and I, don't, I don't like being on camera, too. And so here I am backstage uh, on guy. camera interviewing these women who are 4'11", 5'2". <laughs> um, it did not look right. So then all of us, and I, I we're with somebody. Good thing we didn't have uh, Angelica Risk on that yeah. event. <laughs> we're with somebody who who's telling me that he's going to be the new commentary team. I'm like, oh, okay. So do I? am I going back to being like uh, my little shop in the corner here? Then next show, I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck to do. You guys put me on commentary. So I'm going to do two matches. Cheyenne tells me, wait here. When it's your turn, I'll call you in. I'm like, okay. Next thing I know, I'm doing the whole fucking show. <laughs> and that leads to Christmas. All right. And I do a couple more. Then we have New Year's Day. Oh, my God. Oh, I had to schlep to New Jersey January 1st doing commentary. <laughs> yep. And uh, it was a wild ride. I was full full on commentary that year. 
I think a couple months into it, I forgot what show it was, but Anthony Cole officially made me a full-time member. I got paid for the first time. I think it was anniversary. Probably. I think it was anniversary. I got a first time I got paid. That was a huge moment for me personally. Like, oh, wow, I'm not doing this just for fun. This is not just chits and giggles. This is, wow. Yes. That was a huge moment. It was just an amazing time being there. And you and Cheyenne getting to a kerfuffle one time during a show. <laughs> That's yet it literally be broken up. Yeah, a little fast. <laughs> it just uh, it was an interesting time. Yes. And seeing like, I can, I hate sounding like a broken record, but Christina Marie's just been impressive. Oh. Better and better show by show by show by show. And Darius Carter, Jay Bougie. It just had the best seat in the house to watch these best talent. Can't wait for twenty twenty four, my friend. Yes, it's been it's been a great year. Uh, one of the most exciting parts for me, I just want to, I think, have been seeing people step up their game and people get more comfortable again. Like seeing you get more comfortable commentary, do your thing with Cheyenne, uh, a lot of the younger talents like Emily J, Journey Burke, uh, others. You know, have really come into their own. Uh, Daniel Alexander, intern Jerry, just people come into their own and like. Um, me and Anthony Cole, one of the things we've discussed about behind the scenes is that we want BCW to feel like something, I don't want to say fair, but just something people can belong to. Mm-hmm. And we want that to feel like home. And again, because, you know, we started coming back, it took a while to get our footing. There's been so many changes in BCW, but now it's gotten to the point where talent, hashtag BCW when they put their posts. Mm, nice. The faithful are fans who maybe have not even been to BCW. They recognize certain people as being part of BCW, which that makes me incredibly proud. Like, you know, I've seen, um, I'll, you know, say Facade. He posted some recently, and he hashtagged four, maybe four or five promotions that he mainly works for. And we were one of them, and I was very, very happy to see that. Yeah. Uh, someone posted a picture of them in Emily J, and they had three promotions, and we were one of them. So to see people now relating talents to bcw as our talents or homegrown to whatever mm-hmm. that's been a great accomplishment for me uh i've said it on social media you know I don't, I don't know i don't know if i'm winding down or whatnot but i've been doing this so long that besides what i do in front of the camera it's very it makes it's very fulfilling for me to see things that advice i give to the younger talent or even anybody who just adds my opinion for something who how many years they've been doing it giving them maybe a little tip and see what they do on camera and seeing it help them and seeing the crowd react to that. A lot of times, too, that makes things mean more to me than maybe something else I've done on camera on the on the, on the card now because hmm. it's about the next generation. You know, it can be this is a very selfish industry, but I always said I want to leave this place even 1% better than I came into it. So I like to think I have. So... Easily. Thank you. I easily have. Thank you. There's not many people here in the wrestling business that can say they have their own people. And I'm proud to say I'm an AJ Pan guy. Thank you. Right? You have AJ Pan guys. You have AJ Pan girls. So, yeah, please give yourself more credit for what you've done. You've done a great job. You know, I, on camera, I am a very boastful person, but, uh, please, you know, ne- off, uh, you know. I Never I, give I, up. Never <laughs> surrender. Come on. You got this. <laughs> oh, I, I believe well, me. There is something, but, you know. What, just, would, what would BCW be without AJ Pan? <sighs> oh. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we never find out. You know, at least, at least for a while, at least until it's on better footing. You know, but <laughs> we're getting there. I am excited for twenty twenty four. Thank you to the BW faithful who have been with us. We've had some our better crowds this year. You know, the first year again, I get it, it was rebuilding. Yeah. You know, summer on Smash and a tribute to Mama Pan was just a big personal moment for me, and to see the turnout for that, one of our biggest crowds yeah. since we came back. Uh, Nightmare of the Mecca, just the crowd was so loud and into everything. So. 
Thank you to all you know, all of you for coming and supporting us and being on the ride. Please stay with us in 2024. I am not just saying this as you know, being the governor and being a part of the high the uh, hierarchy. We do have a lot of great stuff planned. Uh, so thank you to thank you to the fans. Thank you to the faithful. So I hate saying the fans, the faithful. And everybody backstage, you know, a lot of people we were, I, there's so many that I just love working with, you know, from the town, from people I know from Darius Carter, who've been with us since day one, to and Angelica Risk, who debuted, and Gemma Jules. Yeah, I, you did. <laughs> they're good people, and it's good to have, and I've been in so many locker rooms that it's toxic, and there's so many people fighting back and forth, and there's, oh, this clicks, and we've had that in BCW. For the past two to three events... It's been pretty chill. Yeah, pretty chill, pretty unanimous. Everybody feels, and even as we've said, you know, for the newer talent to come in and to say we felt like a great atmosphere, we felt comfortable, everybody was so welcoming. And that's what BCW means to me. And I always call it, I've said it before, it's the fans from, it's the Faithful's promotion. So, you know, thank you to everybody like that from Darius down to intern Jerry, down to. Cheyenne and Michael J. Putty, down to our production, the lighting, everybody. It's a team effort. Everybody has killed their game this year. From AJ Pan, seriously heartfelt thank you to everybody who helps make this product what it is. It makes me still happy to be a part of this industry. When Mark, I hate it at times. Mark could do a better job. He step up. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus can step up. So one of the things is I'm a very loyal person. It's one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses, right? So, it's a strength, but and that's how we bonded. <laughs> so here we go in uh, Shot of Wrestling. Me and Green Man would have these people on it during interviews. Yes. And then we, now they're a friend of the show, and we became friends. We followed their careers. They would keep in touch with us. And so we adopted the phrase, well, stole the phrase, when you're here, you're family. Right? When you come on the show, Shot of Wrestling, you come to Shot of Wrestling family. Sure. That's more in tune to what the BCW locker room is. When you come to BCW, your family... And that's from getting that vibe, especially the last couple of shows, especially yeah. as an anniversary. Yes. That, that was a great bonding experience for everybody there. Yes. Um, yeah, so BCW is a place to be, Ben. Please, place to be. Looking well, forward to 2024. I mean, well, as Shadow Wrestling says, wrestling brings us together. That's right. And it does bring us, you know. <laughs> Stop stealing our phrases. <laughs> I give you, I, hey, I always, give, I always give you guys credit when I do say it. Yeah, that's right. I always <laughs> say, as my friends yeah. at Shadow Wrestling say, wrestling brings us together. So I always make sure. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, you know. We're in the home studio, so I have a couple of beverages. Feel like, and feel a little stodge. I can feel it's the end of the year. But uh, did, we shot, did we start BCW? Shot at BCW this year? That was we this did. We year? did, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and again, yeah, because, you know, Cole was talking about And, you know, he was... It's episode 10. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And that, too. I got, you know, like... <laughs> I got to happen, you know. I'm, me and Mr. Cole, as as we do on screen, you know. And that's what makes, I think, BCW so great, too. We do butt heads, but we respect each other. And something just came up one time. Oh, no, because... Um, he mentioned a shot of wrestling being the official podcast, which I do. Con- I consider the unofficial because been saying it for years, yeah, yeah. But but it, you know, it's I don't consider because maybe I'm a stickler for yeah. Then you get to stick up your ass and talk about this. <laughs> it, it, it's literal because they, you don't just talk about BC, you talk about WWE, uh, AEW, some other independents. But then I suggested, why don't we see if they are up for doing an official BCW podcast? And you were like, yeah, and. <laughs> Of course, Mark was like, oh, I don't know if Putty's going to want to take that on. That's a lot. I'm like, I'll ask him. Michael J. Putty, would you like to host a shot of BCW? I would love to let me know when to start. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Mark, Putty's in, so shut up. <laughs> and that's I, it. And I, uh, Mr. Cole, I said, what would you think of Putty's in? What would you think of doing a shot of BCW? I love it. Go for it. That, you guys are so. 
And same way, he said, loyal. That's why I'm like, you guys are our guys. I mean, I'm going to talk about the – well, yeah, it's all camera, but um, – You've been doing this as long as almost BCW has been in business, right? right? 2016 we started. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we've we been be- on this. We became a part of BCW, I think, right after, right before your first anniversary with Billy Gunn, but we didn't go to that show. So I think it was your first show after the first anniversary. You were at, uh, you were at that year's anniversary. We missed the Billy Gunn one. That was the first year, right? I think we went to the show before that and after the show after that. We didn't go to that Billy Gunn. Then. I think that was your first anniversary. Possibly. But we've been there ever since. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because I remember, yeah, I remember you got the first interview with Azriel, yeah, as the BCW Heavyweight Champion when I yeah managed him. Uh, and that was and the first time Green Man was on commentary. I forgot who was not there, and I'm like, we're gonna oh, oh no, I, I was I was main commentary on there. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so uh, I remember being there, and I'm uh, he was talking. And I said, let's give Green Man a shot on the match. I'm not going to be on. Why not me? <laughs> wow. You know, because Green Man is kidding. so out there. His kidding, yes. pers- he was coming in with the greeting, so that personality just stood out. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, yeah, you were the straight man. You were right. just I'm, a very I'm the so, Costello. Yeah, so that was the reason. But yeah, and ever since then, you guys have been family. And right. and, and yeah, when you guys were doing podcasts, I made sure I, I always, no matter what I was doing, and wrapping up shit in the back, I'm like, I have to make sure I stop my yes. putty and get my post interview with it. Did it for a while. We called it something. The governor, uh, I forget what we called it. Was it was something, but I, I, I like, the segment. like, no matter what I was doing backstage, I had to stop and be yeah. like, wait, I, wait, like, I'll be back in 10 minutes. I have to go see Putty and make sure I get my post show interview with Putty. The next thing you know, other podcasts are showing up. Next thing you know, other podcasts are doing the same thing we were doing. Yes. Which we're happy man, about, but you guys were the OGs. Great man always says, we're the first one to do it. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. He goes, no, we were. I'm like, no, you I'll were. For it, yeah. And again, but that's why it shows you guys. Have been along with the ride with us, Green Man first on commentary, mm-hmm. then you and Mark as well, and you guys are part of now BCW. Yeah. You are. You Talk are about guys. starting the mail room and working your way up to the fucking executive. <laughs> yeah, level. you guys are the defi- <laughs> again, definition of hard work yeah. and proving yourselves. You guys did, and yeah, look where we are now, closing in on anniversary uh, seven slash eight. Well, <laughs> depending how you view it, depending area. how you view it. Yeah, Shane Fairs says it more eloquently than, than I do. So you told me about Shut Up BCW. I really did not want to do it because it's something else I got to fucking do. Oh, uh, so you did? Oh, okay. Why? But, oh, but you, you, you never told but, me that. But you sold it to me. Like, oh, it's <laughs> going to be like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe rotating guests. Just, just talking about BCW. I'm like, all right, no, that's, that sounds simple enough. Let's do it. First couple of shows, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's turned into this gab fest. Instead of the 15 <laughs> minutes, now we're approaching in this episode, 50-something, almost on the hour mark. And uh, it's just what me and you get together. It's, yeah. And the drinks are flowing. Yeah. We can't shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. Episode 10. 10 of many, many more to come. Yes. Looking forward to it. Uh, but that's, I, the, that's the problem, too, because we have 10 episodes because we run out of time because we break up the card to two episodes because we talk so much. Well, well, <laughs> well, I mean, that and whoever runs our social media, too. Like, they only announced, like, now, Nightmare of the Mecca, there's only three matches announced. We, we do we do have some barn burner signs. So, there are some. I can't give away any because I don't know. And what can this... we talk to your social media person? They don't promote this show at all? Yeah, I don't know what's up, but yeah, would you? Yeah, have, yeah you know, like you, you don't th- promote Shot of BCW. That's like, a very good point. Yeah, we need to talk about to that idiot about that, but uh, yeah, good times, Governor. Good times. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> twenty twenty three was a great year for you. Fantastic. Looking year. Looking forward to twenty twenty four. Where can people find you on social medias? Uh, they can find me on the X at ajpan underscore pca. You can find me on Instagram at ajpanpc, and on TikTok now. Finally, I believe I'm shit. I I forgot. I think I'm. It's either AJ score. Eh, it's either AJ Pan PC or AJ Pan PCA. One of those. You'll find me. I'm very easy to find. 
and whatever is not it, someone's going to take it and depend to be you. I mean, but the, you could tell by the content. There's many imitators, and we haven't seen wrestling. Many imitators of me, <laughs> but there was only one. America's favorite agent, your guiding light, the governor, AJ Pan. And celebrate with. Thank you for letting me know it was an inauguration day. Yeah. So you're going to celebrate with me at all? Anthony Cole is going to have a fit when he sees that I realize day, yeah. that it's um. Uh, might need a, a definitely sorry Darius the state of BCW with AJ Pan. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did do that at uh, Christmas Adventures last year when we had, and I the one thing Mark Swan did he looked good in stripes. He looked good as referee. He did. He did he look really very did. good, and he even you know he unwittingly he had those great those nice silver pants. Yeah. They matched well with it. So yeah. I want to see that again. Yeah, but again, and again and again that's how I give opportunities to people, and I gave him a great opportunity that day. But you know. He's just unappreciative, but that's what I'm about. And maybe I'll give an opportunity on on inauguration day. Oh, we'll great! See, I don't, we'll see. We'll see if I'm feeling generous that day. But come out on January 20th at the Phil Dunphy, Richfield Park, New Jersey. Tickets are available now. Follow us on social media, and I should know this, but it's on Eventbrite. Search Bree Combination Wrestling. You'll find us, and get your tickets now. Please make sure you're on the ride this year because this year I guarantee you. Is going to be a fan. This is the year. 2020 was supposed to be our year. No, it was. because, And I, I always tell us to Anthony Cole because that Queen of the North was our biggest crowd ever today. We had about, well, not today, but we had about, and Richard, we packed that, about 200 people. It was a great, fantastic event. And I, I was like, okay, leading its anniversary. This is, we're going to fucking kill this. Then the world shut down. Yep. And we've been climbing back since, and I really feel like we're at that point now, and we're firing on all cylinders. So, jump on now. This is the point you want to be a part of the faithful. Fun fact before we wrap up here is that yes. BCW is going to be part of me for a while now, because I started a new job. Congratulations. Thank you. After 20-something years of toxicity, I got a new, fun, healthy job. Yes. 2024, new beginnings. All of a sudden, the HR lady tells me, oh, please provide a professional photograph headshot of yourself that clearly shows your face with a clear solid background brian krieger like, i don't have those <laughs> Page I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a photo i'm not a photo i'm not mark schwan all these photos of me <laughs> hanging around in my re- repertoire well, maybe you could ask his wife because she yeah. takes this picture of the apple picking farm so then i remembered queen of the north me mark abel took a shot together oh there we well, go. so i just cropped my picture out there you go i sent it over i'm like if this doesn't work please let me know where and how i can because yeah. it's the only one i have <laughs> i got my id the picture's on it you probably have the best ID in yeah. the freaking building. <laughs> the best looking. <laughs> she did crop out the shot of wrestling badge, but damn. But, uh, so, yeah, the BCW headshot, yes. the only picture I've took was that BCW, and now it's part of my... <laughs> oh, we have to get a new one. So, Brian, Frank Heger, Just Guy, whoever's going to be photographing, be sure to be ready to photograph for uh, Michael J. Putty. B-R-I-I underscore combination underscore wrestling on Instagram. BCW underscore wrestling underscore on Twitter. Brie Combination Wrestling on the Facebooks, January 20th. Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, AJ Panday. Welcome to the new year. Governors, can't wait for AJ Pan. I've been your host at Mugget Putty. Until next time, putty out.